The following audio is from LifeHouse Church. We hope you are blessed by this message and encourage you to connect with us on social media or at lifehousechurch.org. In our online campus, listen, you guys are not off the hook. You're guests as well. Make sure you shoot us this text, LH Connect to 81411. We're going to send you a gift as well. And I want to talk to all of our guests first and foremost. I would like to disclaim, as you'll see on the name tag up there, I am not the lead pastor of this church. Uh, I want to specify that because I know that anything I can, and I will say it, could be used against me. I just don't want it to be used against him, okay? So come back and uh, give him a chance. Uh, don't, don't judge his weekend totally based on me. The gift that we give you today is going to have our name brand on it. It's going to have our logo on there. It's got our name brand on there. I remember the moment as a kid when I first learned that name brands were significant. So one of the glorious moments in a child's life and I have to admit, even still for an adult, and I'm okay admitting this because Michael Jordan went through the same thing, but the, it's called the new sneaker empowerment. There is something magical that happens when you place, you can only smell them like that one time, and you put them on out of that, and like, don't take a deep breath like that. Like, you place them on your feet. Jordan, I said Michael Jordan because he would do that. Jordan would wear a new pair of Jordans. That's a big bill, y'all. A new pair of Jordans every game. Because he loved that feeling. As a kid, you know, when you put on a new pair of sneakers, suddenly you run faster in gym. The ball flies farther in kickball. And the eyes and the giggles of little girls notice that you're just a little bit cuter. All of that new sneaker gloriousness was awaiting me Monday because we went out Saturday on a family trip and we bought some sneakers. Everybody got new shoes. I was so proud of these new kicks that I had. They were black and gray, had a rubber sole, and the best part about it, Felco strap. I was just gonna walk like this for the rest of my life. I was going, my feet weren't actually gonna to touch the ground. I was just gonna. They were, and I need, I need an amen, I need a hand wave or something because this didn't happen in 9:30 service. So do it online if it was you. These sneakers were called Pro Wings. <sighs> I knew you were here. I was alone. <laughs> Nobody knew what these were. Pro wings, and they were bad. I mean, how could a sneaker name with the word wings in it not be fly? So look, I was ready for Monday to get all that school attention, but I wore them on Sunday. And I wore them on the church bus. Now, if you don't know what a church bus is, This is a bus, like a school bus, but it could be a different color, but it runs on Sundays, right? It pulls up in front of your house. You blindly send your kids out. They may or may not come back. They may or may not know Jesus. They may have a treat. They may have a picture they colored that's got to go in the refrigerator because they made it. Mom, look, this is you and this is Jesus. You're like, I don't know. You feel guilty. That's the church bus, right? My daddy drove one of them. At the church I grew up in, my dad drove a church bus, so I already had a little bit of light. This is my bus. And I got new kicks. So I'm sitting at the back of the bus, and this kid is sizing me up. 
He's checking my whole fit, which was on point. My mom could dress me, a little striped, like little polo, little corduroy pants. <laughs> but my kicks, <laughs> pro wings. He's checking me out. And he looks at me, and I could tell already away, he wasn't trying to give me no compliment. He was, he was trying to sniff out a fake. And he looks at me and he goes, it was slow motion. It was the first time I ever heard this word. He goes, are those Nikes? Because as the word of his mouth, I'm like, what's a Nike? I'm like, these is, look at these. Like, why is he questioning me? And in my head, I'm starting to panic. In my head, like the team inside that runs the database is like, we got nothing. We got no, what's a Nike? We don't know, we don't want to tell them. Make up a lie, right? Like, and so when you're a kid, if you know, if you know the answer you should say is no, you'll still put two magic words in front of it that alleviate you, and it's, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. He didn't let me get off the hook, though. He gave me the sideways, which means, nah, disapproval. I didn't go into school Monday floating, y'all. Mom, thank you for my pro wings. My mom's here, y'all. Don't think I hated them shoes, Mom. I love them shoes. But that day, I learned the importance of a name brand. Why was it so important? Listen, I couldn't have been no more than kindergarten, first grade. Neither, neither was this kid. Why was a name brand so important to him? And then when I found out, why was it so important to me? Why did it matter so much what name was on me? What brand was on me? Why do name brands matter so much to us now? I mean, like they, name brands can give us like a trust in a product, right? If you're a DJ online or here in the room, the first thing you did was look to see if this said Technics or Gemini because you know there's a certain name brand that better be on this thing if it's legit, right? Like a real turntable. Name brands can tell us what we can trust. They let us know what something means. When you see a green logo of a girl with long, wavy hair, all right, and a crown and with a star on it, you know that that means Starbucks, which means five bucks. <laughs> like, literally, the, our world is in crisis, and we're just over here in America like, I could get one more gallon to get to work or 20, 20 ounces to get through the day. I'll walk. <laughs> you know that when you see the silhouette of an apple with a bite out of it, but that means apple. It means iPhone, which means Siri never really quite understanding you. Listen, listen. She tried to ruin, Siri tried to ruin my life, y'all. True story. I'm in the car with my daughter. I needed to call my wife, okay? So being a good driver, I'm not going to look at my phone. I call on Siri for help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to voice back to you the dialogue. I'm going to play you the recording. I'm just not going to say her name because if I, this system's loud enough that if I say hey in her name, y'all's phones will wake up and she'll hear me. And quite frankly, I don't want her to hear me. Listen, I go... Hey, so-and-so, yes, call wifey, Doo -doo. which one? <laughs> 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 
Now before, I can feel her laser, but she's, she's behind me. I can feel her laser beams, y'all. Before y'all judge me and try to get me on a talk show or write a post about me, I can't handle the one I have. Siri thought it would be, normally she specifies which one, mobile or work. She thought it would be cute that day in front of my daughter to make it, okay, okay, Alexa. Oh, that's not your name? You know, I got so many, I just can't keep dragging anymore. Name brands are supposed to give us a trust about a product, about a company. The name tells us who it is, where it comes from. Name brands can also mean, they're probably so important is because there's a little world where they mean like a status. So in my world, in the hip hop world, I gotta talk to y'all a little bit about hip hop today, so not a whole lot. So I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, cup of iced tea specifically, but listen, let me just remind you how much this culture's had an impact on your life, okay? Speaking of iced tea, who watches SVU? Okay, the iced tea, is a, he's a cop in that show. He's a rapper. Do you know what he used to say about cops? <laughs> Listen, do you know why I just saw him? No lie, do you know why I just saw him? On a Cheerios box. It gets no more safer in conservative America than Cheerios. He's literally selling you heart health and wholesomeness. He's not even an OG anymore. He's a Cheerio G. Like, this guy used to be the most notorious gangster in all the country, and he's now selling you Cheerios. I'm just saying, you can handle a little hip-hop this morning. Is that okay? <laughs> in, in this world of hip-hop, for example, name brands are like the holy grail. If you can brag about what you're driving or who made your jewelry or you, if you can make your own sneaker, like, man, you, you have status because what we know is that there are only some things you can drive, investments you can make, purchases you can purchase, that you have to have enough money to do. And that can make you feel powerful. And it can give you a status. Name brands do that for us. And today I'm not only talking about the name brands that we put on us, I actually wanna talk a little more about the name brands that are about us. So to do that, I wanna take you to someone who's still an OG. He's an OG, because he's in the Old Testament and his name starts with a G, he's Gideon. I'm going to take you to the story about Gideon and Judges. And Gideon, you'll see in his story, Gideon had a name brand for himself. He had a name brand for himself. And like many people in the Old Testament, he gets the opportunity to meet with God. An angel comes to him, and anytime an angel comes to you, it's just like meeting with God, the personal assistant, you better pay attention, he's the messenger. He has a time where he gets to meet with God, and what you'll see is that when God meets with him, God has a totally different name brand picked out for him than the one that Gideon has picked out for himself. I know that's not familiar. I know that we've never been in the position where we've been told what God thinks about us, but we're pretty sure we know better what name brand is on us. Well, Gideon was going through that, and the whole reason that Gideon had this name brand picked out for himself is because he and his people were in a time of crisis. They were being bullied. They had another nation that would steal from them and, and oppress them. And so when the story unfolds, Gideon's actually hiding. 
He's hiding. And so you can see why his name brand for himself isn't going to be Nike. He's more like pro wings. As a matter of fact, he's below wings. You'll see, he'll tell you that in his own words. You'll hear what he, what he calls himself. So let me show you in Judges chapter 6, verse 12, it says this, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, watch the contrast here. Watch what God calls him, and then watch what he calls himself. When he shows up, the angel of the Lord appeared, and he says to him, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Now that's a name brand. That sounds like the name of a championship basketball team. Sounds like a name of new kicks. I got those, got those mighty warrior threes on right now. Sounds like the name of a Grammy award-winning song. It sounds like the name of a blog about single moms. You go, mighty warrior. You go, girl. It sounds awesome. God sees him that and calls him that. Just like God sees something in us. Just like he's called you to be a faithful spouse, to be a loving parent, to be an obedient son, to be a teammate, to be a leader, to be a community changer, to be a business owner, to be a creator. He's called people to be these amazing, mighty warriors. And I don't know if you've ever felt like Gideon, but Gideon has a reply for him. And he says back to him, I'm sorry, angel, you must not have understood the assignment. Because in verse 15, he says, it's pardon me, Lord. Gideon replies, how can I save Israel? How can I be this mighty warrior, this leader that you're saying that I am? When, watch, his, watch the reason for his name brand. When my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, my clan, our logo is a bicep upside down. That's our logo, where I come from, my town, my family, what I've been known, all I've seen my whole life, we're the weakest. That's our name brand. And then, let me get to me. Not only is my clan the weakest, me, you know what my logo is? A capital L for Alexis. No. It's more like looking kind of dumb with a finger in her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Talking about me. He said, I'm a loser. I'm the least. He Jim carries it. I'm a loser. Like, I'm... I, I'm the least. That's my name brand. How often do we put nice little name brands on ourselves that are the total opposite of what God sees? This, this, this hoodie I'm wearing, this is the artwork from a, a classic hip-hop album from the artist Biggie. And this, this title here is called The Sky's the Limit. And then in this song, Sky's the Limit, Biggie tells this story of how he was trying to fit in, of how he would take the logos off of clothes that didn't fit him anymore or whatever and try to sew them on his clothes that he wore now so they still look like they were certain name brand. He said this, he says, so while those dudes flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. You want to see the inside, meaning the tag? I'll see you later. See, God has this moment with Gideon where he saw something different on the tag than what Gideon saw on the outside. Man looks at the outside, but God looks at the tag on the heart. 
And, and so God has a reply right away when he's like, no, you don't get it. I'm a loser. My name brand is not Nike. It's no wings, not pro wings. It's below that. God answers him in verse 16. He said, the Lord, said, the Lord answered, I will be with you. And what I see God saying here in this I will be with you moment, I don't see it like a coddle. I will be with you. I don't see it like that. Maybe just because I was an athlete, I see it as a coach. I, I, see, I see when God's saying, listen, don't you know that I will be with you? I see him saying to Gideon, kind of going over to him and picking him up by a shirt and then saying, what, what is this? What is this, this knockoff, fake logo that you've sewn on yourself? This loser logo, this weakness logo, what is this? And then he grabs the tag and he pulls it around and says, take a look at it. You know what this says? This tag says property of heaven made by God. He says, I will be with you. You guys, listen. We, we have been under the attack of a virus that has tried to take everything and everyone that we love for the past couple years. Our races and our politics hate one another. And we're on the verge of a third world war. If you hear me say anything to you today to give you any stability, any security in a world falling apart, you better know and you better believe that you were made by God. You were made by God. And not only made, not manufactured on an assembly line. You were handmade, stitched. God is a tailor, not a retailer. You were handmade. Look, and, and, and so when he comes to Gideon and he says this to him, he's basically saying the words that David knew, the psalmist knew this. Look what he says. You created Psalm 139, 13, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Guys, this is, you can, you can forget these judges' verses I'm taking you through today. You can't forget this one. You cannot forget Psalm 139, 13. You need to write it down in your notes. You need to remember this one. This is one that you, this is, this is a life verse. It's not a past, this is one of the ones you base your life on. Why? Because when you do not know who you were made by, you won't know what you're living for. And tragically, when a human life doesn't know what it's living for, you can fill in the blank. You know what happens when we don't feel like we have a reason to live. And it's connected back to the fact that some of us don't even know who made us. The reason today that I thought that it would be good to just go into hip-hop a little bit is because I feel like hip-hop's origin is a great picture of what I think we could see today. So this is a turntable. Little kids right now are like, I want my phone. <laughs> what is, it just scares me. <laughs> um, this is a, Vinyl record and a church fan. Bless the Lord. You've probably seen these. You can't connect your AirPods to them. You can't connect Bluetooth to them. And these things, these things have a lot of value though. So, like, when, when hip-hop first began, what y'all need to know is what you saw at the Super Bowl halftime show, it didn't exist. 
hip-hop existed, but its own genre of music didn't exist when hip-hop began in 78 in the rundown slums of the Bronx, right? You, you couldn't just walk into a record store and pick out a, a Fresh Prince record. And you, you couldn't do that. This was like, oh, I was allowed to listen to, by the way. Like, <laughs> you, you, couldn't, you couldn't do that. Hip-hop had to play the music that existed, which in that time was jazz and funk and R&B and, and disco. And, and a, a, a DJ in hip-hop would set up two turntables, and in the middle, he would put a mixer that had a crossfader that could fade down this signal and then raise up this signal over here. And these is what we're going on there. These things still have a pretty cool value. I've seen these things used as like pretty cool photo backdrops. I've seen people build like entire walls from them and like put it in their photo studios and use it. I have one on my desk that's actually melted into a little bow. It's a chipmunk record. I don't even know where I got that. Like, yeah, it's melted into like a little bow. These things, like they make a great like library connection. If you got a nice library shelf and you got books, the, the, the eclectic person in you should put some vinyl records even if you don't have one. Just get some. They, they, just, they just add like a, a level of renaissance to you. I don't know. Right? Like they have a value to them. Because even if you go into a vinyl store right now or if you go into a pawn shop and you see the price of this, you'll choose gasoline right away. You'll go back. You're like, oh, can't do it. These, these ones, I can't put these on my car. You're like, you will. These things still have a value, as is. But there's more. All of those reasons are pretty cool, but really, this thing's existence is locked inside of it. There's something more inside of this thing. Something special, something unique, something powerful, something emotional. There's something in here that can only come out when it's placed where it belongs and the power starts to run through it and there's a connection between the tiny needle there and the record. Once that happens, and this thing's, the power spins it around, and there's a connection, now this thing's truest purpose starts to come out. There's something in here that only this thing can unlock. Some of your lives should feel like a vinyl record. I'm not calling you old and dusty. That's not what I'm saying. Meaning, these things on their own have a great value. They have nice artwork to them. They're special. Some of our lives are like that. There's great careers in here. There's talented people, wonderful parents, great families. I could go on. I could go down the list of great things that I know are setting in this room and people. But what you need to know is just like this, No matter how successful your life is or how valuable it is right now, there's a potential in your life that can only be locked by one special touch of God. You were made by God because you were made 
for God. This, this, this was not made for AirPods. Even like Beats, there's a hole in there, but if you stick the hole, you can't connect an aux cable to this. It's round, but if you try to fit it into a CD player, it won't work. It won't, if you can even find a cassette player, it won't go in there. It was made for this. You were made for God. There is a potential and a power and a purpose in your life that can only be discovered when you are connected back to the source from which you came from and were made for. I don't care where you try to look for it, what name brand you try to stitch on yourself, it doesn't matter. You can say that you're a CEO of a company, it doesn't matter. A custodian of a church has got you beat if that custodian versus that CEO knows that I belong right here, this is the thing that made me, and I was made for this, and that's why my true potential shines every day of my life, because I'm where I was made for. You were made for God. You were made for him. But the problem is, just like dusty records, away and forgotten. This is our origin right down here. As you can see, this turntable is up here and these records are down here. The only way that this record can get up here is if somebody reaches down, picks it up, and places it where it belongs. I would like you to meet the God that I know, the Father who watches, watches for us, and when he sees us coming home, and he takes off running towards us, and we were so far gone, but that's when he saw us. And even though he should be against us, oh, he's not, he is for us. That's the God I know, it's the God I praise, it's the God I love, the God that loved the world, that he gave his own, his only begotten, heir to the throne, so that anyone who believed would never pass in strife, they would never perish, but they would have everlasting life. The God that I know was not happy with the fact that once we were born, we were born separated from him. Just like the dust that's all over these old records, our lives were covered in the dust of sin, the turning from God, the running from him. And in this verse, Romans, Romans 5 eight. It says that God put his love on the line for us. That means he loved us so much he was willing to prove it. He put his love on the line for us by offering his son, that's Jesus, as a sacrificial death while we were of no use to him. Another translation says while we were still sinners, even though we were separated, Jesus died. Jesus left heaven, came down to the dirty earth as one of us to be willing because just like these records, if you could talk to these records and ask them their value, they'd probably tell you, just, just like that scripture said, while we were of no use to him, these things probably feel like they have no use anymore. I don't know if you've seen or not. These things are making a little bit of a comeback. 
Vinyl records are starting to pop back up everywhere. Not only can you get something old, but something that is, re is released today, you can get on a vinyl record. It's almost like we're starting to develop this appreciation for the origins of music, and we want to resurface and bring some of that stuff back up. Jesus saw that there was still a value in us, and it was one worth dying for. So when he came to earth, he allowed himself to be crucified. He went to a cross. Remember when I said that DJs would use two turntables and in the middle was a cross fader? Jesus went to the cross so that he could fade out our sin and raise us back into everlasting life because he did that when he did it himself. He was crucified. He went to the tomb. God brought him back out so that anyone who believes today, right now, could be picked up by a loving father by believing that Jesus did that for you, places you immediately back into the care and the ownership of God. And the moment, the moment that you believe, oh, the suspense, the moment that you believe what I just said, you now make a connection unbreakable with God and all of heaven throws a hip-hop party like this. Oh my God, baby, we got another one. That happens the moment that you place your faith in what Jesus did for you. Don't leave here today if that's your decision that you need to make. It's a simple yes. Jesus, I believe that. I want that. I want to be back belonging to God, connected to him, I believe that Jesus did that for me. I want that today. Simple yes, say it. Gideon knew. He knew he was made by God. He knew he was made for God. But he has this moment before he goes on his mission where he just has to get one more little ounce of confidence. And so look at this verse in Judges. This is, how kind of, this is before he goes into battle. Judges 6.39 says, Gideon said, don't be angry with me. Let, me. let me make just one more request. What he was doing was asking God to perform these little miracles. He was asking, just little miracles. Just enough because he needed to be convinced that God was really going to be with him. You know what he was trying to do? He was trying to get a sense of belonging. Because he asked, can you do a miracle? Okay. Can you do a miracle? It's like that little TikTok video where the little baby's laying on, on her dad's chest and she's like, she's saying, do you love me? And she's like, you know me? 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 Like, like, he was asking, you sure, God? You sure I'm yours? He was trying to find that deep sense of belonging. He knew that he could only ask that with God if he really belonged to him. Guys, you were made by God because you were made for God because you belong to God. And what you need to understand about belonging to God is it's more, than, it's more than just this. The great thing about this happening right here is that it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Belonging to God? Belonging to God is what hip-hop found early on. Hip-hop did not have its own sound. It didn't have its own record. As a matter of fact, the very first record that ever was classified as a hip-hop record sounded like to the hip, hop, the hibbit, the hibbit, to the hip, hip, however you don't stop. I see you, Nick. <laughs> that was the first one. But before that, 
hip-hop found its own unique sound. A DJ would place his hand on the record, or her, on the record, and by moving it back and forth at a certain place, rhythmically, it would create a new sound called a scratch. And what the DJs would do, let me show you this record. Where my camera team at? Let me get this one right here. You see that line? This is from an actual DJ. He put that line there as a marker in time to let him know he wanted to scratch right here. He wanted to put his hand on the record right here. If he lined it up right where the needle was at, let's say he wanted to do a kick sound, all right? Record's on. If he placed his hand during a kick sound, it would sound like... Maybe he would put it on a snare. It would have more of a... If he put it on some vocals, it would sound like... When DJs did this, it took the sound that was already beautiful and purpose from a record and made something brand new that they didn't even know existed. There was a whole other level of creativity and expression. The turntable now became an instrument. Guys, belonging to God is not only believing in him and being connected and safe in him now and for eternity, it's accessing what's in eternity right now. It's allowing God at any point in time in your life, any scenario in your life, any situation in your life, to put a marker there and place his hand while the record's spinning, while your life is just spinning away with his power in it and his connection, there's a level up that he wants to do. And it only comes from saying, not only was I made for you, God, I belong to you. You place your hand when and wherever you want to, and you can move my life back and forth to the rhythm of your own beat. I never thought I could I never thought I could forgive them, you know? They just, man, they betrayed me. They hurt me so bad. And yeah, I still love them, but I, I carry around this unforgiveness, but God, I know you've told me that if I've forgiven you, I, if you, you've forgiven me, I, I, I gotta forgive, I gotta forgive others. I don't, it's not easy to do, but God, I trust you. Will you work in this? Will you, will you do in me what I can't do for myself? I don't like people. I got social anxiety. I, I don't, I don't want to connect. I got trust issues. But I'll be doggone if every day I don't see this ad on my Facebook page for this stupid church called Lifehouse when they keep inviting me. And I should just give it a try. And I, I gave it a try and didn't think I'd have friends again. There's areas in our lives, y'all, that I know we wish we could scratch out. I know we wish we could scratch them out. We can't. But God can. 
And not only will he scratch him out, he'll make a beautiful, he'll make a beautiful song out of the mistakes and the failures. Because you'll be tempted to go put some other name brand on you if they're not scratched out. probably healthy to say this. I'm going to turn the you into an I. You're going, to, you're going to say this with me. I was made by God. I was made for God. I belong to God. Maybe this is kind of where you still feel. You can make the decision today for Jesus to reach down and pick you up and place you back into God's care by simply believing in him. And if you make that decision today, please let us know. We want to get in on that party that's happening in heaven. Tell us. Shoot us the text. Okay? Text us Jesus. That's who saved you. Jesus. To 81411. Please let us know that you made that decision. You can also, maybe you, maybe you want to talk to somebody today. Or have somebody pray with you. We have a prayer team. They're going to be at the back and they're going to be on either sides of the stage. As we close here, you can have a moment to pray with them or have them pray for you. But what we're all going to do, this is a good time. This is a good day to have one of those zone out moments. No one to the right or the left of you. So I'm even going to have you close your eyes. Just close your eyes. That's the best way to just zone. Because even the people that are right beside us, we love them dearly, but we can't be our best for them unless we're our best for God. And so we're going to give him our undivided attention right now. You're going to have a moment where you can truly be honest with God. Are you connected to him? Do you know him? Have you said yes to Jesus today? If you've been connected with God, where is his hand? Is it on your life? Is it moving your decisions? Is it guiding your choices? Do you belong to God? Take a moment. Our worship team is going to lead us into a song, but you can feel free to stay where you're at. You can stay in this moment. You can stay prayerful. Take a belonging moment with God right now. Thank you for listening to audio from Lifehouse Church. We believe that through Christ, life change happens here. So we invite you to connect with us further by visiting lifehousechurch.org.